Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hamas was responding to an American-backed proposal, saying it will free all its hostages in exchange for a a four-and-a-half-month ceasefire, the release of thousands of Palestinian prisoners, and a total withdrawal of Israeli forces from Gaza. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu calling the Hamas proposal delusional. Giving in to Hamas's bizarre demands not only won't bring the release of hostages, it will just invite another massacre, he said. Yeah, I didn't like the mainstream media coverage of this, uh, all the headlines, too. Uh, Netanyahu rejects Hamas ceasefire proposal. Okay, true. But if you were paying any attention when you saw our Secretary of State talk, he mentioned, he said, some of the things Hamas wanted are complete non-starters. Okay, so we agree. It was outlandish, the things they were asking for for a ceasefire. So why are the headlines making it sound like warmonger Netanyahu is just rejecting an opportunity for peace? I found it's that unforgivable bias. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, I find that frustrating. Uh, Even the president, s- who is struggling to remember the name of Hamas, said some of it's over the top. Yeah. Um, also, and I don't know, nobody knows if this was on purpose or an accident. The Secretary of State at one time said Hamas just wants to kill Jews, as opposed to when they usually say Hamas just wants to kill Israelis. Making it making it sound like, you know, they're mad at Israel because Israel's doing this to them, as opposed to, if you're just killing Jews, that's a religious thing that ain't going to change with any sort of negotiation. Yeah, the latest Hamas demands are, you got to surrender and end the war. No, no, of course not. After we just came in and committed 
one of the worst atrocities in world history. Right. Um, so you got that story going on, which has taken all the attention away from what was going on in Ukraine. And, you know, bad timing, a history for the people of Ukraine that Hamas decided to do their thing and it started that war and everybody's attention turned toward that and the, U- and the UN and everybody. So Ukraine is actually losing right now, not just the stalemate that had been going on for a long time, but are actually losing and in real danger of getting pushed back and losing more land, which is pretty awful. And then you've got this breaking news that just happened. President Zelensky has ousted his top general in the most significant shakeup of Ukraine's leadership since the invasion began. As we mentioned the other day, I didn't know this till I read about it. That top general is more beloved in Ukraine than Zelensky is. He is seen as their, you know, I don't know, pick a favorite, George Washington, pick a favorite figure from history. He's the guy that's holding the ground and inspiring everybody to fight the evil Russians. And they are evil, or Putin is evil anyway. Uh, and Zelensky fired him. Because there's a lot of corruption going on, and the guy might be corrupt. But either way, politically, and in terms of having domestic support, how is this going to play out? This is a very, very bad sign. I'd say. I'd say. uh, uh, You know, I, I said for a long time I had difficulty coming up with a scenario which included a glorious victory for Ukraine. Now I'm having trouble coming up with a scenario that doesn't include an even worse situation than they have right now. Well, if Russia starts to gain ground and Ukraine's, you know, uh, the Ukrainians are on the run backwards trying to hang on to anything, including the capital, and they're not getting any of our help because that ran out and we tied it to immigration for a variety of reasons and can't get that passed it might end up where we thought it was going to end up in the the opening shots of where Russia just actually takes Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Holy Possible. crap. And then we find out whether the sages who are predicting Putin will be emboldened and continue on and or China will think, hey, it's a new, a new way of doing business in the 21st century. Let's get it on whether well, they're right or not. In my opinion, the first one is up in the air. Whether or not Putin wants to grab even more land if he's successful. The second one is not up in the air. That is a clear, unambiguous signal that the United States and the Western world is not going to stand up for these little countries, not for very long. And uh, we the, now is the time of the, um, the great game, or what did they call it back in the uh, late 18th century, early or 19th century and early 20th century? The great game where you just, the big countries go around to little countries and take what they want. Lovely. He's back on. How would you interpret bloody. it any different? How would you interpret it any differently if you're if you're if you're China? The president of the United States, how many times did he say in front of audiences, domestic and foreign, as long as it takes? As long as it takes. And by as long as it takes, we mean eighteen months or until something else comes along. Yeah. Yeah. Ukraine, which gave up its nukes in return for uh security guarantees from the West. How many times can a U.S. president say, like Barack Obama did during the Syrian civil war, Assad must go, and then uh, here's my red line, and Assad's still there, and he killed a half a million of his own people, and we didn't enforce the red line, and then we said those kind of things about, uh, Joe Biden himself said, Putin has to go, 
Okay, well, he ain't going nowhere, and uh, and we didn't stay as long as it takes. I mean, how many times can we say that out loud and have any credibility whatsoever? Several times ago is the answer. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And maybe you agree with those results, but either way, whew, things are about to get interesting. Down this Michael, road lies madness. Well, well that's true. Uh, Michael, play a little transition music, would you? I could bend notes like that. Of course, I can't play the saxophone at all. <laughs> what? Here's a good question for you. You're yeah. as a musician. Mm-hmm. Saxophone, wouldn't saxophone rank way up toward the top of if you don't know how to play it, you can't get a decent sound out of it? Oh, yes. It might be number one. Yeah, I mean, you, you literally can't even make it honk. Violin is pretty high up there. But you can at least to, make noise. But a decent sound, like pleasing. Yeah, you're gonna oh. make, you're gonna make some noise, but it's gonna be very unpleasant. Oh yeah, yeah it's terrible, terrible. Whereas I listen to a gifted violinist that makes that wonderful, sweet sound, and I think that's that's a miracle. You're just I've, dragging the bow across the string. That reminds me. So my son was at camp for a whole week, and uh, and he was in a uh, a cabin with a bunch of rowdy kids, and he did not like that. They were up late and jumping around and making lots of noise, as some kids want to do, um, which is fine if you're all in agreement. But he did not like that thing, so they <laughs> they moved him to another cabinet with some of the more serious, quiet kids that wanted to go to bed on time and be quiet, mm-hmm. including one kid who brought his violin so he could practice every day at camp. Yeah, that's a different cabin. That's a different cabin, man. Yeah, I've gone on a couple of golf trips with a bunch of guys, and there's always one. We rent several condos, and uh, there's always one called The Safe House. For people that want to go to bed? Uh, yeah, and just I, I wouldn't mind having a, a glass of wine or two and watching the Golf Channel and, and shooting the bull with the fellas, but I'm not going to carry on like a college lad. There are others who would like to. <laughs> Crank so. up the music and keep her going late into the night and all that sort oh, of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So here's why I called for the transition music. You ready for this? All credit goes to uh, Ken, the tech expert, Travis Corgi. <laughs> this this is because we were told by Katie Green in the news that the Puppy Bowl will feature a Chihuahua Bark. mix by the name of yeah. Bark Purdy. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Mark I suggest, yes. <laughs> I suggested Patrick Mahound is another dog that could play Terrific. in the puppy ball. Love it. Mm-hmm. And Travis Corgi. That's not bad. That's pretty good. I find the puppy bowl amusing, but both my boys, now that they're older, we're not watching that this year. <laughs> They've moved into the belligerent cute things or for sissies era of their lives. Good, finally. <laughs> If there was some sort of lion ripping into the entrails of Impala's bowl, I'd watch that. Tiger you know, fight bowl. And I wouldn't say anything be a judgmental, but if my 16-year-old son says, Oh, can we watch the puppy bowl? I would think, I don't know. If oh, that was so funny, but I just I didn't say it. Didn't just, just didn't think it was a good idea. Good. Michael, what you- do you think? Should I have made that really... <laughs> Politically incorrect joke. If it makes you grin, leave it in. <laughs> Good motto. <laughs> uh, you'll just have to fill in the blank yourselves, folks. Jack, do you have or have you had recently flu-like symptoms? 
This past year? Good God. Most it's days. It's probably syphilis. No, I know I don't have that. I don't know how I would have caught it. Do you? Exploding rates of STIs, and scientists are trying to figure out why. There are a couple of leading theories, but the syphilis, flu-like symptoms, number one symptom. STI, because we're supposed to say sexually transmitted infection now instead of sexually transmitted disease. Because to have a disease sounds judgmental as opposed to an infection. Oh, my God. Are we not the stupidest people who've ever walked the world, or the, the earth? Yeah. Now, you We're can't call on. it a disease because that sounds kind of judgmental and people may not want to get treatment. So let's call it an infection. You people who actually think that sort of crap makes a difference. I'd love to follow you around for a day and just see how you live. And the, what do you say to each other? Occasionally, what are your customs? I might bap you on the head and take your stuff, too. Because you don't need it. You're too stupid. It's not a disease. It's an infection. Well, isn't an infection by definition a disease? Well, if if how am I if you if you believe this? How how am I less skanky with an infection than a disease? If you believe skankiness is what spreads this stuff, which it does to a certain extent, it wouldn't spread much if nobody was skanky. That's true. How do you define skanky specifically? Let's get our terms straight here. I would say uh, 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 promiscuous. Yeah, uh, a, a larger than necessary number of casual sexual partners. You define necessary. Instead of skanky, can we go with welcoming? Because <laughs> skanky sounds so judgmental. Right. Orgasm welcoming. That's what I like. <laughs> Well, you might have syphilis. Stay tuned for the details. <laughs> oh, boy, and a bunch of other stuff on the Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, we'll have plenty of time to talk about this, but I feel like Joe Biden had so many gaffes this week that we're like building to a, and it's skipping the Super Bowl interview. I just feel like we're building to something like really soon, but more on that later. Yeah, I, as you know, I, I believe that firmly. Uh, so this is shocking. Syphilis rates are up almost 80% in five years. So that's, you know, it's dang near doubled in five years. How bad is syphilis? I don't really know. If you get it, I mean, is that like a, oh my God, or is it just, uh, I got to get a shot? Uh, the second one. But okay. a lot of people don't get a shot, and then it can kill you. It can cause oh. terrible, terrible health problems. Hmm. It, it's easily, fairly easily dealt with, but it can run amok. Anyway, so, uh, and, and this is not just because it's uh, fun to talk about sexually transmitted diseases because it's Ew. people's genitals. Uh, no, this is, this is actually really an interesting set of conversations about society. Um, they're tr well, first of all, a couple of stats. Uh, CDC just released data showed two and a half million cases of STIs were detected in 2022, marking a rise in chlamydia and most worryingly, potentially deadly syphilis. Oh, it's led to a fierce debate among the medical community as to what is causing the alarming situation. Now, before Sex. we get to that, <laughs> you got to run the CDC. Among the explanations and one of the great credos of the Armstrong and Getty show is there almost nothing is one thing. There are usually multiple explanations and interlocking things that are happening that cause various changes. But uh, there are a few prime suspects. 
Condom use among American men has declined almost 30% since 2011, according to some fairly prominent studies. It's in, That's interesting, since they seem to be available everywhere. I, it's amazing how often I find myself with a condom display in front of me. Convenience stores, groceries. I was at Target the other day to get COVID tests. They had dildos and vibrators. Oh, can we even Target. say that? At Target. I'm assuming we can since they had them at Target next to the COVID tests. Along with lots <laughs> and lots of condoms. logic checks out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dildo. Hmm. Anyway, uh, it's, it's, uh, the first thing that struck me was, yeah, a lot of guys were frightened to buy AIDS into wearing condoms. They'll take a chance with gonorrhea or syphilis oh, or chlamydia, maybe. Uh, I get that. But no, people didn't want to take a chance with AIDS. I, I get that. And now that, you know, to the extent that HIV is still kicking around, it's fairly controllable. From what I understand, you don't want to depend on those drugs the rest of your life. It's not a great way to be, but at least you're not going to die. Um, anyway, listen to this, would you, with wonder. In the year 2000, syphilis was on the verge of eradication. There were less, fewer, fewer than 6,000 cases per year in the U.S. Fewer than 6,000. Last year, well, it's actually 2022 that they have the final figures for. We've gone from under 6,000 to 207,000. Huh, that's really interesting. Has it got to do with the people are coupling less? Uh, A little more data. A decade ago, experts... Yes, okay. I was about to say, because the the stats are sexes way down, too. The number of young men that have sex in the last year is like lower than it's ever been. So I don't... What's going on here? And that's why I wanted to plunge on with the data. It's a bunch of things that are kind of converging to cause the one result. Um, So anyway, we've gone from 6,000 to 207,000 in the space of 22 years. A decade ago, experts say infections were spread via contact uh, with a syphilitic sore... Name of my yeah. new punk band. Nobody Ew. comes to our shows. Nobody. Uh, uh, we're almost all among gay or bisexual men. Huh. It was damn near restricted to gay and bisexual men. But then there was a sudden shift in 2013 when cases began to rise among women and straight men. And experts say much of this can be explained by the decline in condom use, but also the increasing popularity of dating apps among heterosexual people like Twinder, Tinder, which launched in 2012. Grinder, a dating app used by gay men, launched in 2009 when syphilis cases among men who had sex with men began to gradually rise. And there's also a rise in the number of men who have sex with both men and women, which they think has uh, a great deal to do with a spike in cases among women. Wow. Which might be because of porn, as I've read in uh, like the, some of the study I've been doing about that. Isn't that interesting? Every religion and moral code in the history of mankind has said, go easy on the promiscuous sex. I don't think it's a coincidence. Right. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, guys, the Super Bowl is just a few days away, and people are getting really excited, uh, maybe maybe too excited. A, a new poll found that a record 68 million Americans will be making some kind of bet on the big game. I knew betting was getting out of hand this morning when my daughter asked me to put her college fund into DraftKings' account. She said, <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to double it, all right? <laughs> daughter's got kind of a funny voice <laughs> yeah there was anecdotal evidence they had on 60 minutes you know picking people with particular problems but ben there's there's a chunk of people that get hooked on gambling they're talking to guys who wake up in the middle of the night to place a bet on some soccer game on the other side of the world set their alarm to get up the first thing they do in the morning is check their various bets People that regularly delete their betting apps so they can try to keep themselves from betting, but then, of course, download them again. You know, classic addiction stuff. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Now, it's, uh, you know, at the end of the last segment, and, and don't let me forget to, uh, again, give you the, the five warning signs of syphilis. Uh, these uh, things like gambling, promiscuous sex... Drugs, overindulgence. I mean, like every moral code that's ever been, uh, you know, popular on earth, religion, whatever, uh, set of ethics has told you don't do that stuff. And yet, people now are pretending like, no, it's okay. You can. You totally can gamble a lot and have promiscuous sex and do drugs and stuff like that. It's fine. But so I that's, I don't, it doesn't seem fine to me. 
Well, right. This is a question I always have for my libertarian friends that don't like the idea of the government outlawing any of these things or putting restrictions on any of these things. Well, what if it turns out that human nature is such if we have endless opportunity to have to gamble, have promiscuous sex, use drugs or whatever, we can't handle it. That would seem to be the case in Oregon with the with the drugs. Yeah, yeah. Well, in San Francisco. Uh, yeah, and uh, to me, the discussion begins and ends with the, okay, we'll permit all of it, but then you take on the full responsibility for your crack-up. Well, no, we've got a welfare state, and certain unfortunate people, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not, it, unless you're going to remove the welfare state from the equ- equation, our, our, our chat here is over. Oh, yeah, that's the very conversation I actually had with my oldest son on the 60 Minutes gambling thing. I don't care if that guy gambles away all his money, but if he ends up poor and he gets some of my tax money, well, then it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, and they're the discussion founders. Right. Anyway, here are your five warning signs of syphilis. Hair loss. Oh, I've got syphilis. Mm-hmm. Flu-like symptoms. I have those regularly. Definitely syphilis. Swollen glands. I don't think I have that. Rash on palms. The stigmata? I do not have the that. Old <laughs> palm rash. And finally... Multiple sores on your genitals. I'm, I'm positive I don't have that. It's That's funny. It says multiple sores, as if one isn't enough. I like. I think you should lead with that symptom. Flu-like symptoms. I have felt a little lethargic lately, and then you get to the oh, multiple sores on my genitals. No, I don't have that. <laughs> oh, surely I didn't give them in that order to make it more provocative. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Four symptoms that half of us have all the time, and then <laughs> one that you probably never have ever in your life. Yeah. Yep. True that. So here's a very serious nugget. <laughs> no, it's the COVID. Flu-like symptom, probably syphilis. Please um, COVID. This is very clap. Nice, Michael. Is that pass for funny in your world? Before we get to a whole bunch of texts that we got about a topic we brought up last hour, uh, this just came across. A Houthi-run court in Yemen has just sentenced 13 people to public execution on charges of being homosexuals. So some of you college kids chanting in the street about how awful it is that we're attacking the Houthis, keep that in mind that at least some of you and your friends, they would execute today for your private sexual behavior. What was that idiotic chant, Yemen, Yemen, make us proud, turn another drone around or something like that? A ship around, yeah. Turn another ship around, yeah. That's these these freaking morons of the that young was, left. Yeah, that was at Columbia University. You realize they execute gay people over there? Or does that just, do you, do you ignore that stuff? And we're supposed to believe that's one of America's elite universities. What are they chanting at America's crappy universities? It couldn't be more stupid than that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we brought up the topic of uh, pet. It started with pets and the puppy bowl. I guess that somebody asked if Pitbull is playing at the halftime of the puppy bowl. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that is funny. He really well should do that. Um, <laughs> Snoop Dogg, of course. Snoop and Pitbull have got to at some point do the super <laughs> the halftime of the puppy bowl. Probably get bigger ratings than Usher or whoever else they have on the real halftime show. Um, but the topic came up of, uh, you're either the sort of person that like has to have your pet sleeping in your bed 
to be happy. Oh, yeah. Or, or mm-hmm. you can't imagine sleeping with a pet in your bed. There are not like gray. I've never known anybody. It's like, well, it doesn't matter to me. You can either have a dog in the bed or not. I, I don't know people like that. Mm. And uh, and we got several texts from, I absolutely could not be married to someone who wouldn't allow the dog in the bed, or or vice versa. And I'm sorry, who would not or right. would? Okay. Who would not right. allow the dog in the bed? I couldn't yeah, be married okay. to somebody who would not allow the dog in the bed. And we it's got my old thing. Wood, wooden, wood, wooden, wood, wooden, wooden, wood. Which one am I saying? Wood, wooden, wood, wooden. I'm against contractions <laughs> and silent letters. But that's a different topic. I think that's dumb, but your choice. <laughs> um, uh, but why isn't that a more common like question, like right off the bat? Because you might be wasting all your time. With the opening, oh, where are you from? Or uh, you like to ski or whatever you say in the beginning of a relationship. If you get all the way to the point that you're assuming you're not, you know, sluts, uh, either one of you. uh, Before you get all the way to the point that you're going to spend a night together in bed, that's when you're going to realize you let the dog sleep in the bed. Yeah, of course I do. You don't. Not a freaking chance. Why would you want to wait till then? (laughs) And by the way, I've been in that situation. Um, uh, why would you want to wait till then to have that conversation and realize, oh, this is a freaking deal breaker, or I'm just going to have to really suffer for well, a long time? If you're time. just looking for a little physical pleasure, then okay. But if you're thinking relationship, yeah, get, get that out of the way. I mean, you remember the old Mrs. Ick, uh, where you, you want to figure out, uh, you know, whatever it is, what it, children and religion and money and the rest of it. Before you get into a serious relationship or while you're in a serious relationship, pet in bed. Pib. Don't forget Pib, Mrs. Ick. God, I think you're more likely to change your mind over time about whether or not you want to have kids than change your mind over time whether or not you want to have a dog sleeping in your bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, I'm 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 fine that some of you like that because, you know, both of you like that. That's fine. I just I can't. It, no way. I couldn't do it. I've had people tell me, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I didn't sleep a wink last night because my dog had this or that going on right. yep. in the bed. Yep, 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 yep. And I, I don't say anything because it's fine. But I'm thinking that's your choice. I can't imagine it. But, again, teach their own. Yeah, and if you both agree, that's fine. But, man, that is one you got to get out of the way early. Ooh. Wild. I'm reading um, Old Yeller with my son, and uh, they wanted to bring... Old Yeller kept going down and uh, eating the eggs at the other farms, and they were worried that Old Yeller was going to get shot, and they just couldn't figure out what to do with Old Yeller at night. And so uh, the main character kid who ends up shooting Old Yeller out of anger... No, out of hydrophobia. Spoiler um, alert. If they say it on the first page, so it's not much of a spoiler alert. Well, maybe I haven't read the first page yet. Maybe I'm just on the frontispiece or the title page. The forward. <laughs> I was reading the forward. I didn't know Old Yeller dies. You ruined it for oh, me. Oh, great. Thanks, man. <laughs> Old Yeller, who I came to love but would one day have to uh, kill. I mean, that's like the first sentence. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But uh, anywho, he wanted to sleep with, uh, have Old Yeller in the bed, and Mom wouldn't let him because you'll end up with fleas or whatever. That was what kept people from sleeping with their pets way back in the day. Mm-hmm. There was not available flea medication and that sort of stuff. So you're going to end up with fleas in your own bed. We don't have that That's problem. why I, quite a few women refuse to sleep with me as well. 
uh, end up with the fleas? Yeah. I finally remembered to take my flea and tick medicine on the first of every month, and that really cleared it right up. I see you picking at your hair, Jenny. All these ticks. I slept with Joe. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Out of bounds, sir. Out of bounds. <laughs> we, we will finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. moments of the Armstrong and Getty show. We do four-hour shoe show. We do four hours every day, and if you miss a segment or an hour and you want to catch it, you can get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. But a couple of things that have happened in recent minutes worth mentioning. Elizabeth Warren, a lefty progressive senator, tweeted out, Prime Minister Netanyahu and his right-wing government have failed to get the hostages released and have killed nearly 30,000 Palestinians. No more blank checks for Netanyahu. We need to condition aid, resume the ceasefire, and advance peace through a two-state solution. Wow. Um, so, going to be hard to get 
uh, Israeli money, Israel money through the Senate. If you lose, you can't lose hardly anybody. Um. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. Got to pursue that two-state solution. Sit down with Hamas at the bargaining table and work it out. Yeah, that's some dumbass. And then just because, you know, this is kind of my thing, the whole inflation versus prices thingy, uh, uh, Secretary of the Treasury Janet Yellen in front of Senators John Kennedy said, the high prices are here to stay, aren't they? And she said, I don't expect the level of prices to go down. There you go. No, you don't expect them to go down because that's not the way it works. That would be deflation. That's Nobody's talking about deflation. No. So and when inflation goes down, the prices don't go back to what they were in 2019. All right? Can we just all get on board with that? <laughs> Good Lord. Super interesting book, The Myth of the Rational Voter. Uh, the first, you know, it's like a lot of smart, smart books. If you read the first three chapters, you got what you need to know. Yeah, that's true with a lot of books. Read the intro and the first couple, two, three, as they'd say in Chicagoland, chapters. You're fine. But then, then they the, really tear it apart and get into the detail. You don't need those details. Are you comfortable with saying you've read the book if you've read that first three chapters? Or is it yeah. a, a lie you will not? Uh, yeah, it depends on the book. But yeah, there are a lot of books that they go into like exhausting detail and, and bring you the mechanics of it. And yeah. just, I, that's, I, yeah, I, got that's, your, I got your main contention in the supporting evidence. I'm good. Yeah, that's really to back up their argument for people who try to take it apart or, for, you know, for, for, you know, future years. It's it's not something you do need to know. Yeah, or how it expresses the main truth in, like, really specialized situations. That's the trouble I have with a lot of biographies. If you want to be the definitive biography, you have to be exhaustive about a bunch of things that aren't interesting at all. And uh, that's for, for history's sake and for your place in history as a biographer. That doesn't mean it makes it a good read. They should put out another version for readers that doesn't include crap that nobody cares about. It's just something you unearthed. Right. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, but anyway, the book, The Myth of the Rational Voter, um, is, is super, super interesting. And the main point of it is that the, specifically in the world of economics, there are things that the majority of voters get wrong. And and like it's it's beyond chance would would uh, is one of his contentions. I mean, if you're just if attitudes are assigned randomly, it'd be roughly well chance. But the majority of voters do not understand inflation, and in fact, they misunderstand it. For instance, and for whatever reason, within economics, that's just there's a lot of that. Uh, he also makes some contentions that I disagree with later in the book uh, about how. Essentially, he's a rising tide lifts all boats guys, uh, guy about uh, global trade and that sort of thing, globalization mm. in general. And, uh, God, that might be true over centuries, I, but that doesn't help my household today. And just the whole, if you look at the economy as a whole, all right, there's now 15% more wealth in the economy. But it didn't accrue to the average family that lost their job in the manufacturing plant in Pittsburgh. It accrued to the owners of the corporation disproportionately. So anyway, there are some of his conclusions I don't like. But the point is, the average person doesn't get economics. So are you happy that the Super Bowl falls on your birthday? That you get to do all that in one day, or does that rob you of a fun celebration by having them both on the same day? No, I tend not to make a big deal about my birthday anyway. Uh, I might next year, as it is a milestone birthday. Um, but no, I don't care. I don't really think about things like that. <laughs> Sorry. 
I think, oh, that's cool. They'll probably uh, throw some cake my way while we're watching the game and hooting and hollering and drinking. Anyway. By cake, do you mean uh, the pastry or sex? As the young cake. people often say. C- cake by the ocean. Yeah. Somebody's going to throw you some cake? If only. Maybe I can um, work something out. Yeah, Monday could be rough for Joe, Michael. We might need some of the virtual Joe tapes or uh, yeah, edit to get together. I mean, <laughs> coming off a Super Bowl and birthday, that's a that's a hootenanny right there. I'm going to be hurting for certain. I mean, I'll do my best to do all the smart stuff, you know, not overindulge, mix in the water, the rest of it. If I, like, really, really am disciplined, I'll be functional. <laughs> On Monday. <laughs> On Monday, yeah. Yeah. Super Bowl is an extra long game with the halftime and the longer oh. commercials and everything. So it's like a good four, four and a half hours. That's a long time. And we're getting together game. pregame, too. Oh, yeah, of course. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. Who's singing the national anthem this year? Can somebody look that up if nobody knows? Katie? Who, who, who's singing? Tony Bennett. <laughs> I know uh, Usher is a halftime show. I don't, know, I don't know a thing about Usher. Well, and they're doing the so-called black national anthem, too. Lift every voice and sing because, you know. Right. What do you got? George Katie? Floyd yeah. died or something. It'll be Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre. Seventy mm-hmm. year old, I'm guessing, roughly. Reba McIntyre yeah. singing the national anthem. Porter Wagner canceled. Wow, she <laughs> picked up the ball and ran with it. I don't want the show to be over, but I am ready to listen to the final thoughts from Armstrong again. So I just asked my watch, how old is Reba McIntyre? It says she's 68, so she's damn near 70, just to get the kids on board. All right. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day, beginning with our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? Yeah, my wife and I, we have two cats, as you know, two kittens, and uh, yeah, we haven't discussed yet the uh, whether or not the cats will sleep in the bed. Uh, I'm not sure about it. You don't, well, you, don't, you don't have an opinion? Are they sleeping in no, the bed No, no, they're not. Okay. So, I guess it's a no. Good. Katie Green, a final thought? You guys are insane. I cannot sleep if my dog is not with me. Yeah? Yep. But she has to be there. That's, that's perfectly fine if your husband's on board with that. But if you don't both agree, that's tough. Yeah, he's on board or else he wouldn't be my husband. Yeah, well, I get it. <laughs> Wow, that's fine. That's fine. It's a sickness, but it's fine. Jack, a final thought? <laughs> so did Joe Biden say, no, I won't do the Super Bowl halftime show, but I do have one request. I want Reba McIntyre to sing the national anthem. <laughs> How else do you end up with 70-year-old Reba McIntyre? I wonder. But counting up from the uh, bottom to the top, uh, starting with four Super Bowl commercial uh, appearances in the last seven years, Martha Stewart. Howie Long, Tide, Charlie Day, whoever that is, and Alex Morgan and Paul Rudd, also with four. Then we move up into five. Missy Elliott has made five Super Bowl commercial appearances, as has brawny golfer Brooks Kepka and Tony Romo. But your all-time champ, Serena Williams, seven ads in seven years. Interesting. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Got a lot of great hot links for you. My uh, What helped me with my sciatica is there. It's uh, You'll find it. Just keep stro- scrolling. Drop us a note. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Sciatica is kind of a pretty word for an unpleasant condition. You're going to name our daughter sciatica at one point. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. 
Armstrong and Getty. It wasn't my fault, I swear to God! Most of us anticipate that the court will look at this rather dimly. Well, Lottie frickin' God! Are you sure of that, dude? No! Is that clear? It's just the way it is. So, let's go out with a bang or something. Down this road. Then you look at the audience. Lies madness. Down this road <laughs> lies madness. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.